Back to school, back to school, to prove to dad, I'm not a fool. Hey, nobody likes being the new kid, especially when your school is filled with snobs and cake eaters and you're trying to live up to your father's expectations. So today on Fantasmic, in honor of the fall's return, we're watching two Disney Channel original movie classics, Double Teamed and Johnny Tsunami. Time to go big or go home. to Fantasmic, the happiest podcast on earth, where we have magically inspired debates about Disney's movies and TV shows. My name is Mitchell Dupree, and I'm joined by a couple very special people tonight, and I'm excited to introduce them. For the first time ever, we have on the show, Olivia Bender! Woo! Olivia is one of our dearest and nearest friends, and she's going to yes. be fact-checking slash Zach-checking tonight. Olivia is on the facts, so thank you for joining us. Facts check. <laughs> thank you. Fact and we're also joined, as always, by Zachary Smith-Michaels, the buzz to my Woody, as we've said in the past, and he loves it. Mm. Greetings and salutations. Alan, <laughs> well met, everyone. And tonight we are going to be discussing uh, two movies I have opinions on. One, Johnny Tsunami, and two, Double Teamed, the unfortunately named Double Teamed. Two Disney Channel original movie classics. What do y'all think about these movies? You excited? I'm so excited. I know, I'm excited too. I've been thinking about this all day. Are you excited, Olivia? I've only just recently seen them, so I'm also excited. We have three different levels of excitement. <laughs> By the way, listeners at home, Olivia is like the biggest fan of The Real Boys, so... Number one fan. If you yeah. want to be on one of our shows, maybe step up your fandom to Olivia's level. Maybe. And maybe, just maybe, mm -hmm. we'll think about having you on. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, let's just jump in. I'm ready to fight. Let's I'm do eager. It. I'm raring to go. <laughs> I'm going to knock you out. Mama said, Mama knock, said you knock you out. You out. Hey. <laughs> All righty. What do we have? Three questions here. All right. Uh, for those of you, if it's your first time listening, what we do here on Fantasmic is we uh, debate uh, two Disney movies. So that's what we're doing. We're going to debate uh, Double Teamed and what is the other one? Johnny Tsunami. Uh, and it's going to be your awesome. job at home to listen to our arguments <laughs> to listen to our arguments. I'm going to say it one more time, to listen to our arguments and to make an informed opinion about uh, who had the better argument, who did a better job. Yeah, make an informed opinion, people. Don't just vote for what you like. The only way to make an informed opinion is to listen to the show, and then you can head on over to The Real Lounge on Facebook. That's our private Facebook group. And you can vote for who you think had the better arguments and who the bigger Disney nerd is. So without further ado... Ding, 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 let's get into it. Question one. Which father hath wrought a crueler fate upon his children by yanking them to a new school? Um, let me give it context first, though. So in, uh, yeah, in yeah. Johnny Tsunami and in Double Teamed, uh, these movies are defined by dads, 
who take their children to new locations. So, uh, which father brought a crueler fate upon their child by yanking them to a new school? Zach, you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick us off. Um, in the film Double Teamed, we see the twin sisters, the very talented twin sisters, Heidi and Heather Burge, who are forced to attend a new school. And, you know, they, they face some hardships there. One of the biggest hardships is their overbearing father. And I think that he brings down a horrible fate upon them in that he forces them not to look to their own interests, but to look towards what, what he wants them to do. So he's just in total control of their life. They were, you know, happy in doing what he was asking them to do in one place, but now they have to go to a new school where he kind of has more complete control. He's ruling this house with an iron fist. The one sister wants to go out for drama and wants to try something different and not just live in her sister's shadow. But you know what he says? No. You're doing the basketball team. I'm taking away your rights. You can have nothing. You lose. Good day, (laughs) ma'am. And so for the reason that he's taking away his children's uh, form of of expression and is putting them in this new environment where they can't really um, spread their wings, I think that is the crueler fate. Listen, is Larry Burge a perfect man? No. He's not perfect. That's his name. Yes, his name is Larry Burge from Double Team. <laughs> but forgot. I'm talking about a downright monster tonight, Pete Kabahala from <laughs> Johnny Tsunami, who I will be referring to as uh, Middle Johnny because Johnny, uh, our protagonist, is Little Johnny, and the grandpa is Johnny Tsunami. Pete or Middle Johnny is is a is a monster. Uh, his son appears to be an incredibly talented surfer. And then he yanks him across the country away from the only environment where he could pursue that talent competitively and potentially even professionally like his grandpa. And he does so like a day before he's expected to be starting school in this completely different environment. And it's not like, hey, we're going to a different school district like in Double Teamed. No, this is like we're going from Hawaii to Vermont. So we're going from heaven to hell buckle up johnny and you have a day and guess what i'm not going to tell you there's a dress code at the new school so enjoy yourself you're going to stick out like a sore thumb and the big difference between the two dads i feel like is um larry burge who is you know again not a perfect man uh he stumbles through uh, his role as a father but his his intentions are always good he's trying to uh you know plot out a good future for for his kids Middle Johnny and Johnny Tsunami literally just wants to get his son away from his grandpa because he has unresolved daddy issues. So actively not a good dude. Also, his marriage is falling apart uh, with his wife. It's clear like they're on the rock. She's like, you're not the man I married anymore. That is not the case in mm. Double Teamed. That's the case in Johnny Tsunami mm. because Pete, a.k.a. Middle Johnny, is a monster. Okay, well, just so first things first, I think that the dad in Johnny Tsunami is at least letting his kid do what he wants to do. He's like, fine, you want to you want to go ski, you want to snowboard, uh, whatever. He's not like putting all of these expectations on his son, which I think is the more dangerous thing. Like Larry Burge is more like, hey, we're moving to a new school because you need to succeed. And that's the thing. I think he's putting all of this pressure on his daughters like, hey, I'm giving look at how much I'm giving up for you. You know what I mean? I think he's kind of like making himself seem more humble than he is because i think he wants to have like these famous kids or he wants to be like look at look at my kids hey he's just trying to show off his children and how talented they are and it doesn't really seem like he's doing it for their benefit it seems like he's trying to live vicariously through them which i think yeah the dad in johnny tsunami is a jerk 
But at least he's like, well, find something new. And, you know, kind of lets his kid find something new to do with his free time. Whereas Larry Burge is very much like, you need to live your life in a way that's going to please me. You're saying nonsense right now. Literally every time Johnny finds a hobby in the movie, he's like, Ugh, just like my father, you found another way to remind me of him. But, Even though he's, but he's snowboarding. not forbidding them from doing it, though. But he's not forbidding them from doing wrong, it. Wrong, uh, sir. The, wrong. Says, Heidi, later in the, later yes. in the movie, he's like, you are never to snowboard again. You heard what okay. the headmaster said you gotta pick here's a side the question, though. it's like a weird footloose town where he's like pick your side <laughs> I don't, I don't here's my it. question at, at the end of Johnny Tsunami does he snowboard again yes or no yeah sure Okay, Heidi does not do drama ever again. So this one thing that she wanted to do, at least Johnny gets to do the thing he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, let's this not compare girl apples and never oranges, got to do though. What she wanted Heidi to. had a fleeting interest in doing drama. She's like, oh yeah, I kind of thought about doing that at my old school. Let me give it a shot. Surfing and snowboarding is Johnny's pat. It's like his one thing. Even when he's like, even when I'm sick, I'm still going to go surfing. Uh, and he rips him out of the environment he's allowed to do that in. So Right, but she's not even allowed to like try to find something new. Like it has to be you need to do what dad wants you to do or else. Let's also talk you about know? the fact like that you said he doesn't place expectations on Johnny. In the first scene, he's like, "Let me show you how little surfers make." Um, they, it's a crappy career, by the way, super weird too. Cause he's like, it's mid thirties yeah. in the nineties, which is mid fifties today. Way more than I make <laughs> like a decent career where you get to do what you love. Uh, also, uh, the school that Johnny is ripped to is absolute hell compared to this awesome uh, place that the bird sisters get to go to where there's Italian club and you can meet all sorts of new friends. Johnny's school's filled with racists and they don't even get to call the principal a principal. He's the headmaster. Yeah, but everyone at the school is treating these two 30-year-old women like they're a bunch <laughs> of freaks because they're fr everyone's staring at them weird. They stick out like sore thumbs there, unfortunately. And again, like they're they're on their basketball team. Nobody wants them around. Everyone's looking down their nose at them because they're poorer than everybody else. And I mean, you know, Johnny kind no, of no, like, no, no, yeah, no, no, he no. shows up and he's dressed, he's dressed a little bit weird and the bullies are just jerks. This one is more like they're thrown into a situation where they really don't fit in and their dad's like, but hey, you're going to be superstars here. At least Johnny has like the option of you're going to be what you're going to be in this school. Have a good day, son. Whereas this dad's like, you, you better go in that school and you better run it. Um, In uh, Double Teamed, there's some insecurity from the sisters, right, about their, their wealth and stuff like that. It leads them to make some bad decisions. They lie about their house and stuff like that. In Johnny Tsunami... There's actually a huge gulf between the classes at the school where literally they call the poor kids at the other part of town urchins and they call the rich yeah. kids the skies. Uh, and the, and the yeah. headmaster uh, later in the movie, we find out he's like super supportive of that. He's like, you got to pick. You're a sky now, right? Because the rich people are right. And I'm a rich white guy at the top of the mountain. And this is the way it's got to be. Yeah. John, Johnny uh, <laughs> is like the one not white person at the school. And he's truly sticking out like a sore thumb. So I, right. I feel like he's placed but, in a more toxic environment. Just going to say. But Heidi and Heather are the only 30-year-old freshmen who are at their <laughs> school who are like six feet tall. All right, let's wrap it up. We're running over. All right, fi my final thing. Larry Burge, he's a tough hang for most of the movie, right? But let's not forget, the dad from Cleveland and Luck of the Irish poured poison in his ear at the beginning of the movie. Lady Macbeth, anyone? He got him all turned around by saying you got to uh, look for scouts. Uh, scouts are going to be looking. Johnny's 
father, little middle Johnny. When Johnny saves his two best friends from certain death, all he can say to him is, you're never to snowboard again, and you're never allowed to see the only friends you've made in this town ever again. Why? Because I hate snowboarding, I don't care for you much, and my marriage is on the rocks. My name is Middle Johnny, I'm a monster. Ladies and gentlemen (laughs) of the jury, we have, in the story of Johnny Tsunami, a father who we can understand where he's coming from. We don't have to condone his actions. We don't have to like his actions. But we can at least understand why he is the way he is. And we can feel somewhat sympathetic towards him. And Johnny does make some pretty amazing friends. Johnny befriends uh, Jet Jackson and the snowboarding kids, who he has a lot of fun with. Who do Heidi and Heather bond with? No one. There's no one for them at this new school. And the one person that Heidi gets in with gets ripped away from her. So when we're talking about new environments, we're talking about one kid who's able to go somewhere new and still kind of find his group and find his people. Whereas we have this dad who, and you said, you know, that they were talking about scouts. You have to be responsible for his own actions. He rips them out of the school that they loved. And then he forces them to go somewhere new. And he's like, hey, do this, do this, do this. And then they're both competing for his love while making no friends at their new school. So if we're talking about who had the crueler fate, the guy who gets to hang out with Jet Jackson and a bunch of other snowboarding cool guys, or the sisters who start to resent each other at some point and literally have no one else. That's my closing. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Jeez Louise. (laughs) This dad is a working man. Larry Burge, he's a good man. (laughs) Question two, everyone. Ding, ding, ding. Double Teamed may be the worst name for a Disney Channel original movie in the history of Disney Channel original movies. So what are we going to do for our next question? We're going to pitch Triple Teamed, the sequel to Double Teamed, and I'm going to kick us off. You know, uh, the famous Jet Jackson remind us, you got to go big or go home, am I right? And that's what I'm going to do here. What do I want to see in Triple Teamed, our sequel? I want to see increased stakes, right? We've seen Heather and Heidi Burge go from, uh, you know, girls who are volleyball players to people who are able to defeat the varsity. Uh, But now I want to see them take that next step. And they're going to have to join forces with a little Tropic Thunder from down under to beat their toughest opponent yet. That's right. I'm talking about the Iceland. Ladies and gentlemen, for triple teams, <laughs> the Tropic Thunder. Yeah, for triple teams, we are going international. Tropic Thunder, who's that? Oh, our third player in this Menachetois. <laughs> Johnny Cavahala is going to be uh, joining teams uh, because what what we're going to do for our triple team is we're going to take it to the Olympics, the Summer Olympics. And uh, you know, Heather and Heidi, they've already played for the WNBA. What's the next logical step? That's for them to play for the Olympics to represent the glorious United States of America. And you know, we need to obviously get uh, Johnny uh, Tsunami in there somehow. So he's going to be at the Olympics as well. He's going to be uh, you know, surfing on behalf of the USA. So that way he's in the mix. And, you know, Iceland, uh, one of the, one of the most scary countries, if we remember the way Johnny Tsunami ended, where did Sam, the famous Jet Jackson, end up moving to? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. He moved to Iceland at the end of the movie. And he left a friend who we loved and cared about. 
but he's you know cue the sad mighty ducks music he he's uh, been living in cold environments too long i'm tired i'm tired of being cold so now sam is our main antagonist in triple teamed where he will coach the iceland women's basketball team against heather and heidi burge and there's only one hope it's johnny capahala heather and heidi burge teaming up to learn the power of friendship the power of basketball and you know uh, I also think it's a missed opportunity in double teamed. You'd think the Bird Sisters would have been double teaming more people. That never really happens. So we're going to get the Bash Brothers from the Mighty Ducks to step in <laughs> and teach them how to cause some mayhem. That's right. Triple teamed. We got the Berg Sisters and, you know, maybe a little Kenny Wu action. This is this is triple teamed. So my pitch for triple teamed is little did we know that there was a third Bird Sister named Helen. Helen Burge. And why didn't we know? Because her, her father, the, the dad kicked them out because she was a little bit shorter than the other sisters and, uh, you know, not quite as good as, at sports. And she has a real passion for jewelry. She owns a jewelry shop in New York. And one of her favorite things to do is gamble on sports. So she has her two <laughs> older sisters who she gambles on their basketball games all the time. She's like an addict, right? And she's running all over oh, town. No. She's trying to get money from people by like, you know, selling stuff and trying to get one over on people. And one day she gets this really precious, precious jewel in her store. The sisters stop by. They're like, hey, how you doing, Helen? Oh, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's this thing that I found. And she's like, oh, cool. Can we have it? We need it. It's lucky. And she's like, okay. And starts like placing crazy bets on her sisters because now they're playing better than ever. But it turns out that she doesn't really have the money to be doing all this. She's taken out too many lines of credit from people. And now the big bad bookies are coming after her. So is she going to be, it's like, it's a basically a day in the life of this person, Helen, who's really not doing well, who's really like her life is spiraling out of control as she gambles on her more successful sisters. And also the family kind of wants nothing to do with her. Her marriage is falling apart, all this other stuff, because she just can't stop gambling on these sports games, basketball, women's basketball, to be precise. <laughs> so basically, it's, it's a big thing. Like, is she going to be able to make all the money and win big? or is this all going to end horribly for her or both we don't know so that is my pitch for uh triple team listen zach obviously you've pitched a perfect movie i don't know how i'm gonna yes. fight this it it sounds airtight it's a perfect movie my <laughs> only concern <laughs> is will it fly on the disney channel or are you just saying no this is not because it it's a movie about gambling and i don't know if well here's the, here's disney's gonna allow that. great point mitch but here's the thing everybody who watched double team is like an adult now, right? Like we don't have five-year-olds going, "Mommy, can we please watch Double Teamed again?" When's the tri when's the third one coming out, Mommy? Please, no. They're saying I I'd rather watch The Godfather Part Two, Mom. So I think, and kids are are getting nope. pretty dark nowadays anyway. So uh, what I think that we have here is is something for the adults, something for all of us who watch Double Teamed, and now we're angry adults and we're saying, you know what? I think I'm ready for something a little more intense. I like how you're talking about my movie so we don't talk about no, your movie. No, I think movie. that's all I'll bring up. I mean, uh, it could be a knock against mine, right? The idea that I've brought back everyone's favorite, the famous Dead Jackson, but now he's a villain. But what if people... You also brought in the Mighty Ducks. No, the Mighty Ducks aren't in it. This is loosely based on the Mighty Ducks 2 and 3, but the Mighty Ducks aren't oh, in it, all okay. right? Um, okay, okay. But, you know, I, I think what do people love to see? They love to see a hero fall. They love to see... 
you know, someone that we love. Like Helen, like Helen Burge. But here's the thing. We don't know Helen. We do know the famous Jet Jackson. And for him to go from... Uh, you gotta work the what does he say? You got you gotta uh, <laughs> you gotta work the you gotta soap work or the whatever. hill, baby. <laughs> to go from that mm. to coaching the Iceland team, and maybe he's got a weird Icelandic accent now. I'm into <laughs> it. I think it's great. I think that's a dark twist that'll engage the adults with lots of uh, surfing and basketball hijinks for the kiddos. Here's the thing: you've taken two movies that are pretty different when it comes to tone. And you've mashed them together, Johnny Tsunami and Double Teamed, and now we've thrown in the Olympics. So you said mine was airtight. I cannot say the same for yours. It seems like there's a lot of balls in the air, and it might, yours just might be bizarre enough where I would have a good time. You know how we had a lot of balls in the air? Uh, Citizen Kane. So I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. But there, <laughs> Did it? there, there, there is going to be a scene in my movie where one of the Iceland members uh, leans over to to Heidi and says, "Oh, that that bird shuffle you do is cool. You got to teach me that." And the way she bobs back and forth from her left foot to her right foot. Right. Does she say, you know, it's easier than it looks? She does uh, say that. that. She does say that. Okay. Yes. Good. Well, again, I think I think that my movie appeases. Um, you know, the, the again, people who were fans of Double Teamed, who grew up with Double Teamed, who thought, I wonder if there was ever another sister, now that they're going to get answers to those questions. So, I, I, again, I just think that my movie is is all around better. All right, let's close, let's close this one up. Uh, yes, here's here's yes, the please. thing. Your movie makes me sad. It reminds me of all the um, abandoned family members. Why haven't we heard of uh, this other Burge sister? Because this father has been negligent or something? I don't know. This this is a sad movie. That's not Disney. That's not Disney. I'm talking about fixing the problems of Double Teamed and making a better sequel. The The biggest problem in Double Teamed is this weird passive coach who every five seconds is like, oh, come on, girls. Uh, and it doesn't seem like he's ever coached anyone in his life. I'm throwing that out. Get famous Jet Jackson in the mix. Uh, we got ourselves a great movie. Uh, we've seen how great Mighty Ducks 2 and 3 are. I'm talking about doing that. Mixed with Johnny Tsunami. Mixed with Double Teamed. Uh, and you know what? Maybe their kids, uh, they uh, get like Mike basketball powers by uh, finding Johnny Tsunami's surfboard. They become a great surfer. Who knows? I'm throwing hats on hats on hats. Yours is a sad, depressing Schindler's List of a movie, and I don't want to watch it. I'm not even going to hit you with retorts. I'm just going to pitch a scene from mine. And this is like towards the end. So finally, Heidi and Heather are coming in to buy this this jewel that they've, uh, you know, been borrowing for so long. And, you know, they say and, you know, Helen's like, I'm ready to, to bet big because you guys are going to win tonight. And they say, Helen, why do you keep on doing this? Why do you keep betting all this money? You don't need to bet all this money. And she says to her sisters, you know, I see you out there. The crowds are booing you, but you keep on getting more and more points just to get just to stick it to them. And then Helen says. This is me. This is how I win. Not a dry eye in the house. Yes. All right. Good. <laughs> Zach just leaned back with the most self-satisfied. Yeah, I did that. I did. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Olivia, any any facts to check on this one? <laughs> I have a couple of facts. All right. Let's okay. drop uh, them in there. So, Mitch, at one point you said Double Team might be the worst named Disney uh, movie. I just 
uh, found out there is a movie called Savage Sam. Oh, no. Which is the sequel to Old Yeller, and I would argue that. That is worse. Might be a little worse than Double Team. Mm -mm. While listening to Zach's pitch, sounded a lot like this small indie film from 2019 starring Adam Sandler called Uncut Gems. It was a A24 flick. Not a lot of people saw it. Um... (laughs) Never heard I'll of it. Allow it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but watch yourself the point. <laughs> I mean, I'm blatantly and ripping off the Mighty Ducks two, the Mighty Ducks three, and like Mike potentially. I haven't explored we'll that fully yet. And mine was an original pitch. So. And a row, okay. <laughs> yeah. Triple teamed uncut gems. <laughs> and were there any balls up in the air for Citizen Kane? Nothing came back. There, nothing came back on Citizen Kane having nothing a lot of balls back. in the air. Nothing mm. came back. Mm, that's weird. That's weird. Mm. Oh, what can I tell you? All right, folks. Round three. Let's jump in. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <clears throat> hey, both these movies feature world-class tyrants. Double teams got... <laughs> mean Girl, Little Nicky, and Johnny Tsunami has Brett the Aryan Terror. Who's the bigger, badder bully? All right, so... Brett is just a mean guy. We don't really know why he's mean. Little Nicky is a tra- played by Mila Kunis is a tragic character and we we see that she is so mean every time she's on screen your skin crawls cuz she just says the meanest stuff. She kind of talks like a snake where all this evil is spewing out of her mouth and she's pushing people out of her way. She's tiny but mighty uh played by Mila Kunis again and she's just up in there and she's telling everyone what to do but then we get to pull the camera back a little bit and we see that her dad's not around, and we understand why her character's acting the way that she is. She's very precious about, this is my thing, this is not for you, you're not going to take away this one thing that I have. So we still feel sympathetic towards her, but we also still are like, stop acting this way, little Nikki. So I think that she is the more compelling bully. I'm going to keep my opening short. Uh, Brett and his <laughs> posse are racists in Johnny Tsunami. They're hardcore racist. They make fun of Johnny for being Hawaiian. Their entire existence depends on segregating the schools and by having only rich white people at their school. And everything they do in the movie aims to uh, uphold their racist, patriarchal, um, uh, classist system. So, yeah, they're no good, y'all. They're no good. Little Nikki uh, and Double Teamed, uh, I'm I'm glad you lay out that she's sympathetic because uh because of her absentee father and you know being raised by her uncle. Also, she's not really the bully of the movie. She becomes friends with the Bird Sisters uh, about halfway through. Not even that far in. Like they become buddies. If anyone's a bully in your movie, it's Galen, the guy who mansplains basketball to two future WNBA players. So I don't think Little Nikki's that bad. Brett and his posse are literally racist, super rich jerks, and I don't know how you you fight against that. Okay, but here's the thing. You didn't ask who's the worst bully. You asked who's the more compelling bully. And little Nikki, played by Natalie Portman, is very, very compelling because again, I'm pretty sure we're I asked able to understand who's the her. bigger bully. 
you asked who's the more compelling bully in the in the question that you sent me at least you said who's more compelling okay. well we can so when we're let's talking- just make sure our fight is defined we'll do who's more so, compelling that fight okay so if we're talking about who's more compelling like what is realistically like what is there to brett and his and his buddies other than that you know they're just they're kind of they're mean you're you're exactly right they're racist they're mean it's kind of like if you took every bad thing about a person and threw it in a blender without any explanation of why they are this way that's what you have whereas with um it's very clear why they are the way they are because they're upholding their system of privilege right i think that is an interesting especially in 2020 y'all johnny tsunami has got things to say and brett and his posse uh they're revealing how these uh, incredibly damaging, uh, gate-holding groups of people remain in power. Uh, I think that's a compelling story, whereas little Nikki, I think she's also compelling in her own way. But, you know, really she just ends up being buds with them, and she calls them out for being liars about (laughs) where they live. So, uh, But see, that's the the other thing, too, is that there's like a level of conniving with her character. You know, um, little Nikki, played by Emmy Rossum, She's in there and she's able to actually affect the fabric of their life. She causes them to have to move into that motel that they hate so much because she's able to do detective work and get under there. Whereas like your bullies are just kind of like they're big and they're loud. They're not subtle at all. We get one flavor with these guys, whereas we get multiple flavors with uh, Emmy Rosen played by Kobe Smulders, right? Like there's so many things that she does. My bullies control the fate of the mountain. town they control <laughs> land and the local sure. economy and school zones like they they wield tremendous power so uh they're about to send johnny packing they literally say you gotta choose you want to be a sky and be with us rich white jerks or do you want to be with the urchins uh they wield all the power Nikki is just a friend on the basketball team by halfway in here's, the movie so I don't here's know. the thing though here's the thing though brett is nothing without his posse. He needs his people backing him up. Whereas little Nikki, played by Evangeline Lilly, is able to come in there and change the... Everyone's having a good time at that party until she shows up and sucks all the air out of the room by asking, oh, where do you live? She is in control. She is running the show. Whereas Brett needs his little his little guys, his little goons, his little minions. So he's not even a fully Every like, Everything you just said is, is wrong. Uh, uh, that party, they're eating crudite and drinking Perrier. Not a fun high school party. Yeah. Uh, and it's not little Nikki in control. It's Heidi who uh, shows up and is already better than her at basketball and then gets tries to claim uh, little Nikki's one other personality trait being rich by lying about where she lives so she's like overshadowing all of who little nikki is if anything i feel a little bit bad for little nikki in that scene because heidi is the one uh controlling the narrative on uh you know who who wears the pants on this basketball team and i don't like that how how compelling to have a villain who you feel sympathy towards the the great little nikki played by audrey hepburn is fan fantastic like it's such a good performance and it, it it's almost at the beginning you feel like maybe it's a little over the top but she commits and it makes that character just again it's it's the levels and i don't i really don't have the levels with brett he's just always mean and he's always yeah you urchins whereas little nikki she gets violent she talks back she lashes out she does multiple things whereas brett is just a jerk who's reduced to talking big i don't think 
she does any of those things really. I think the worst she thing does. we see little Nikki do is put the mail, put the little note that says, Hey, they're lying about where they live. Uh, and she's wearing a sweater like a Bond villain in that scene. <laughs> little, little Nikki is is passive. She's really not the active player. Uh, and I'll make this my closing thought. Uh, you okay. know, it, she lives in a world where the announcer at the scrimmage game won't uh, even acknowledge that she's making assists. She lives in a world uh, where the coach is asking her to be a funnel to these new hotshot players. Uh, and she's being erased uh, from existence. Uh, she is ignored by her father. She's only got her uncle, and now she doesn't have basketball uh, or being rich anymore. She has nothing to hold on to. Uh, she's a passive, uh, Eponine-like character to me, uh, whereas Brett uh, and his racist little buddies, uh, they really do embody uh, all of this, this racist, um, powerful um, behavior that I think is so insidious. Uh, you know, even, like, let's look at the final confrontation. Uh, where uh, Johnny and his grandpa are hanging out on the mo- on the mountain, and Brett and his buddies show up and start harassing this old man, this elder. And I was like, "Whoa, who raised that kid?" Uh, and they make this. They strike a little deal, like, "Hey, we'll race, uh, you know, for who gets to snow- skate wear or uh, snowboard wear." Uh, and Brett's like, "Why would I do that? I don't want that." And then Johnny pull uh, Johnny Senior Johnny Tsunami pulls out his little medal that looks like it's from a trophy store that doesn't look like a real thing. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, I got this thing," uh, and he's like, "Oh, I want it now." And I thought to myself, "Why would Brett want that? It looks like a ninety-nine cent medal. Uh, not a big deal." Oh, I know why he wants it because he wants to take more uh, from Johnny and his people. He wants to. He wants to. <laughs> He is literally like, oh, you have something you're proud of in your culture? Here I am coming to take that too. And it's going to be easy because I'm rich and white and evil. So Brett, he is the Hitler of this movie. Uh, little Nikki, Eponine, I feel bad for her. It, it, it's, it's, it's clear, folks. Brett is, is the worse and more compelling and more, uh, more to unpack their villain. How many times in a Disney Channel original movie do we get a villain who isn't just screaming and yelling and being mean? With little Nikki, I feel like she paved the way that, hey, maybe our villains can be more compelling. Maybe you can feel for them. Maybe you can be interested. Mitch, you were able to go on for about two minutes describing all of her different characteristics. That's interesting. Those are things I want to watch. Whereas Brett, I don't care about him. Yeah, he's mean. Yeah, he's a bully. But I feel like that could be any number of people. Whereas Lil Nicky, played by the talented Billy Lord, is absolutely the character who I'm interested in their journey, who I want to see in the sequel triple teamed. It's just the character who I think is, and that's the question, is more compelling. So maybe not the most evil. And she does get a nice character arc where at the end, she's not the bully. And I think that that actually has something kind of interesting to say to kids in general. Like all joking aside, I think the, the side of, hey, maybe if you talk to your bully or you're nice to them, I think that even that, the way that the bully is handled is more compelling in Double Teamed than just, I'll beat him in a race. I think that that's something we don't see as much of, and to me, that's more interesting, and when I think interesting, I think compelling, and when I think compelling, I think of Lil Nicky. Very good arguments. <laughs> I'm sure there aren't any facts yeah, on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that one's going to have anything to clear up, but Olivia, just in case, uh, any you know slight things we may have said that may not have been entirely true. Um, only one thing, small, small fact. Unfortunately, Mila Kunis, Natalie Portman, Emmy Rossum, 
Colby Smolders, Evangeline Lilly, Audrey Hepburn, may she rest in peace. Yes. And Billy Lord were not in this film, although I would love to see that film. <laughs> That's it quadruple is... teamed. <laughs> the sequel to triple teams. <laughs> Teal Redman of um apparently she was on Gilmore Girls. She was in Dumb and Dumber. Of course she was. Um but she is our little Nikki. I actually came all up right. with a better title. It would be full court press because that's a basketball term. Yes. And it would Heck be yeah. all the little yes. Nikki's. Well, I, I stand corrected. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's just open it up now, y'all. What did you think of these two movies? It's funny rewatch. rewatching yes. rewatching Johnny Tsunami today. I was like, it's it's weird because the secondary characters in Double Teamed are more compelling, whereas like the main characters in Double Teamed are like super bland and forgettable. Whereas Johnny Tsunami kind of has the opposite issue. Like Johnny, his grandpa, his dad, and Jet Jackson are interesting, and every other character, like the mom, and again, like the bullies. They're all just super like. Whoa, 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 whoa! I thought the and, mom and yeah. uh, Johnny Tsunami is one of the best de- decom moms we've gotten so far. <laughs> Did you? Because I, w- I was thinking she like I like that she's trying to tell her husband like, hey, you need to chill out. Which I guess we don't see in a lot of decoms. But at the same time, she does just kind of stand there on the sideline and let her husband do what, he, what he's going to do love anyway. That scene though, where she's like, um, what does she say? Like. uh yeah, he likes surfing, and in five years he might want to be a rock star. I did like that. Right? That was yeah, a good line. Like, he's a child. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought she was a good mom. Uh. By the way, sure, the mom sure. and double teamed. Uh. Famously, the daughter, the lead singer, of the mom was in the Papas. Uh. Who yeah. Through, what? Yes. Yeah. And she went through some tough stuff. She had a hard life. Uh. So it was actually really yeah. cool to see her. She was really good in this. I thought. I yeah. I agree, yeah, and but I think at at the same time, like when it came to all of the the side players in Johnny Tsunami, they weren't like like honestly. Yeah, I can't even. When name I was any. a kid, yeah. When I was a kid, I remember Brent being like pretty scary, but watching it again, I was like, he's just like more annoying to me now. Yeah. Like I never was afraid for Johnny. I was never like concerned that something was going to happen to him. Whereas again, like Nikki more so I was like, I don't know what she's going to do. Like she's kind of like spiraling out and I see why. So again, it's, I kind of, Johnny Tsunami is, so, is a much better movie than Double Teamed, by the yeah. way. It's just, it's just like a better movie through and through. It's I mean, almost I like a real Double movie. Teamed, but Johnny Tsunami is almost a real movie. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, and I, good. But I feel like with Johnny Tsunami, man, if they had gotten like the, the bullies right, yeah, man, that movie could have been really I was great. really hoping you wouldn't bring this up, and I'm glad you ended up not bringing it up, because like uh, during our bully discussion, yeah, like Brett, I don't feel like has the support of anyone either. Like no one's like really on his side. Like even Xenon, his little uh, buddy. Yeah. yeah, He's got his little buddy, the little goofball who also uh, when he loses the race, like (laughs) ditches and joins Johnny's gang. Right. Like uh, even like the Xenon girl, uh, not really on his side. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not really intimidated by Brett uh, in any way. I'm not intimidated by Nikki either, but Nikki again is more of a a main character. (laughs) She's actually got an interesting story to be told. Olivia did keep pointing out, she's like, I do feel bad for little Nikki because these two 30-year-old women <laughs> are now... That's the thing. Johnny Tsunami looks like a kid and like Heidi and Heather, I was like... Can we talk about the fact that freshmen? they're supposed to all be like 12 or 13? Like Johnny Tsunami yeah. and Heather and Heidi Burge are supposed to be about the same age. 
Yeah, there's no, no way. There's, no, there's way. no way. I buy it more with Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Heather and Heidi are full blown adults. No, yeah. yeah. They're like our age. Getting <laughs> into a 401k. Yeah. <laughs> like, like had bad problems. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole month. Yeah, it's, well, it's funny because even watching it, I was like, the girl who plays Heidi, I could see her being really good, like on a TV show that I wouldn't watch. But Heather, I was like, Man, is some of her acting real like stilted? Like she makes one of two faces, and it was just—I thought Heidi was so much more. And I guess that's why they gave her the more compelling like stuff to do in the movie because she's just the better actress. But man, I will <laughs> I say like, this: Heather makes I, one of two faces. I, I don't think like any Disney sports movie, like the the sports, ever feel real to me or true. Sure, right. I do right. think that like double team gets like the sister dynamic uh, pretty good, like or at least the sibling dynamic that felt familiar to me in some places, like where like me yeah. and my sister like have some, and it's funny because we're not really like competitive people, but like I felt that of like oh I thought this was my thing and now it's not my thing, and I thought all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff rang true. Definitely. Well, speaking of of compelling dynamics, I was really moved by Johnny and Jet Jackson. Yes. I thought they had incredible chemistry and like i loved when uh johnny was like hey like thanks for being so nice to me and he's like you know i, I know it sucks being the new kid and it's mm-hmm. like oh it's, it's just that like 90s boy thing you can't say that you care about <laughs> like, i thought they exemplified cool. like male friendship in a really cool way because like we just do not I get agree. a lot of teenage like like dude you know friendships in movies that's modeled like well i loved his line where he's like chill aaron it's not contagious uh for why he's <laughs> yeah like i can hang out with him like it's fine like i like that yeah. he's a character who's like a lot of a lot of these movies i feel like jet jackson's character would be like embarrassed to be hanging out with johnny and would like make up an excuse and then there'd be a scene like why are you embarrassed hanging out with me he's like very upfront of like no i'm gonna hang out with who i want to hang out with uh, even later right. in the movie where like his boat's like, why are you still wasting your time with this guy? He's face planting in the snow. Uh, he's like, come on, man, he's getting pretty good. And then he face plants. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he defends which, Johnny, which I think is cool. Right. And, and again, though, but on the other hand, I wish there was something, there was a character like that in Double Teamed because it is hard to watch these two girls get like just trashed on by everybody until finally the bully starts being nice to them. It was just like, can someone give them a break? And I mean, I didn't do my research on what the real story was, but it's like, you couldn't give them like one nice friend so that I'm just not watching these poor girls get picked on the whole time. I mean, they have each other. I think that's kind of the big thing. Uh, and that's but what makes then, it, that's what makes it challenging though. Cause yeah, they obviously have some ro- rocky, you know, seasons, but like, that's what I think makes a compelling like relationship, right? Like we're not always like, rock solid buddies or rock solid siblings to each other sure it's just i've i felt so bad for them the whole movie i was like can someone give these girls a break please <laughs> please i know they're I they're bozo these grown father women. These, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, i don't need to get us moved in time that stuff isn't gonna matter hey guess what dad yeah. it does super matter and you're gonna get in yes. trouble you're breaking rules. Yeah, what was that line at the beginning? He's like, I could have been a lawyer making a lot of money, it felt a but little I would never be home. to me. A little yep. bit, right? Yeah. Did not care for yeah. that. I mean, I appreciate that, like, again, like, he is kind of this, like, working dude who's like, I, we don't get a lot of representation of, like, fathers who leave their careers to be with their families. I wish it were sure. not this dad. He sucks, you right. know? Right, right, right. Like, yeah, if the dad were more like, hey, you could do what you want to do. Like, I think uh, going to the mats, those parents, <laughs> like, they're like, hey, 
Sorry, we had to move. But you know, like, go for your dreams. Try new, try new things. Whereas this movie, he's they play him as like such a bozo yeah. that it doesn't it doesn't feel in the moment when you're watching it. It doesn't feel like he's the worst until you think about it, and it's like, oh, it's his way or the highway. But he's doing it in like a clown nose and, and yeah, stuff. like I mean, he's he's so emotionally obtuse. Like he tells the tells them they're moving, and the mom's like, "You're gonna go talk to this one. I'm gonna talk to the other one." And he's like, "You heard her? Yeah. I think she's fine with it." I'm like, "Come on, man!" Like it just it's so clear she's not okay. I also feel like he pits the daughters against each other. Me too. A little bit, yeah. right? Me too. So, yeah, he's like, he's not great. Not an awesome dude. Yeah. Whereas the dad in Johnny Tsunami, yeah, I, I, it tricked me. It was actually a good bit of writing where Johnny, early in the movie, is like, uh, hey, dad, like, he's like, do you want to see what I'm working on? And Johnny's like, yeah, okay. Because there is this, a level of like, you know, sometimes as a kid, you have to engage with, with what your parents like, you know? Like, it's it's good for you to make an effort. But then the dad immediately goes into, look at how much money surfers make. Yeah. Yeah, real but, subtle. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. Johnny when, literally uh, says uh, that. Johnny's the coolest kid in the world, by the mm-hmm. way. He's like, subtle, dad. <laughs> yeah. Great. I'm not... I'm not going to lie, though, when uh, Grandpa and Dad had, had their moment. Oh, yeah. Oof. I'm crying. I, Can we talk about how great yeah. the Grandpa is? Incredible. So cool. Every time he was on screen, I was like, whoa, that this movie feels 10 pounds lighter. Yeah. His yeah. Little, yeah. Like, I loved it, man. Yeah. I loved it. Which, and I, I feel like it'd be really easy to mess up that character. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be easy to overdo it. But that actor, mm-hmm. ju- like, he hits just the right mm, stride. Uh, even just the fact that he calls him Pono. Like, it's just like yeah. those little details. I'm like, oh, this dude yeah. loves. This dude loves. Yeah. Really, really yeah. good. What was what was the thing you were saying earlier about Johnny B? being a creep because i want to see what mitch thinks about this oh Oh. when he's talking about bikinis and stuff yeah (laughs) the teacher's like the teacher's like johnny tell us something about hawaii and he's like oh this 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 the girls are always in bikinis (laughs) (laughs) and all the guys in the class are like whoa (laughs) it's funny though because that like i don't know what it was that just went over my head the first time i watched it because then later in the movie when the guy's looking at the (laughs) magazine Mm -hmm. and Later in the magazine, he's like, is this what the girls look like all the time? The second time, he's more like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this is just what the, what the culture's like over there. And I thought, like, oh, like, it's kind of cool they don't make a big deal about that. But then Olivia was like, hold on. Remember, like, five minutes earlier? And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that and the first time. he's like, you can get that magazine magazine back to me when you're done. And I'm thinking, you don't want that magazine back when he's <laughs> yes. done with it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Welcome I, to Phantasmic. <laughs> I know. I think his intent, <laughs> I'm not saying it's right, but I think it's intent is like he's trying to fit in because i think johnny mm. is kind of a cool character where like everyone is being super mean to him and he kind of doesn't even notice well i don't think it's that he doesn't notice i think it's that he like playfully responds like he's like giving it to him back but just a little sure. bit right mm. like does he's just like kind of yeah. like able to like let it roll um so like i think when he says like that thing about like girls in bikinis i think he's trying to get people to laugh doesn't make it sure. okay sure. like it's still objectifying right, right, right. and not great but I, I don't think it's like he's a creep. I think it's like he's actually being uh, funny or something or like persuasive sure, or something. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I love the sergeant, by the way, too. Uh, the yeah. famous yeah. Jackson's dad. Super cool. Oh, man. <laughs> I love the scene when uh, when he's just like, I need you to like to be careful. And then he's like, because if I ever lost you, like I that would I would hate that. And I was yeah. like, oh. the sergeant is what oh. I want middle Johnny to be. Where yeah. again, like uh, after the incident, he's like, "Yeah, he says that to his son." Where like Middle Johnny's like, "You're a piece of garbage," 
and I yeah. don't want you as a son anymore. Like it's just like so, <laughs> it's so intense. Yeah. yeah, the sergeant says, "I guess in a way I should be proud." I'm like, "That's that's amazing." Yeah, well, like you're a good dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I will say, um, Olivia pointed out with double teamed when Heather walks in with like a limp and everyone's cheering. Yeah. It's like if I were the other coach, I would be like, "All right, guys, <laughs> if we lose this game." Don't even look at me. <laughs> They're sending out a girl who who can only use one hand. This girl who's limping. If we lose, no one look at me for for the rest of the season. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but the basketball in like, that movie's nonsense. Yeah, like they they it, they pick up a basketball and they're immediately like swishing it and I'm like oh it must right. be nice yeah. to not well, have to learn even that shuffle I was just like this is the triple deke of the yeah. double teamed movie yeah I was like this is not, what did you think of when the the big stud was like I live here too Galen oh, let me I show it. you how to play basketball yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Galen <laughs> I mean I wasn't necessarily like offended or anything like that when like. All of the girls are like, ooh, Galen. Like, that's especially if they're supposed to be what, 13, right. 14. What are they in this movie? <laughs> and he's the senior Not 30. going to Princeton. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't phase me at all. No. Um, it was a little, it's more so when he comes out and he's like, give me that basketball. Yeah. Let me show you how it's Listen, actually. You're the passer and you're the shooter. Yeah. I'm like, shut yeah. up. That's yeah. why y'all are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you why y'all suck. <laughs> that, that would have been, I would have been like, mm, not so cute anymore, I'm going to be playing for the Kings in like four years while well, you're going to be like right. working on Whataburger for all we know, Galen. <laughs> Hit the road, Galen, and don't you come back no more. No more, no more, no more. No no more. more. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Fantasmic. It's a lot of fun recording the show, and part of the fun for us is hearing your opinions. So if you want to talk about Disney movies with us, or even vote on who had the better arguments, head over to The Real Lounge, our private Facebook group. Or you can check us out on Twitter or at our website at Real Boys Podcasts. That's Real, R-E-E-L, Boys Podcasts. And if you like what we do, please give us a rating and five-star review. And in closing, Ohana means family. Family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. See you real soon.